Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome in to the Fantasy First Podcast, only on the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Jeremy Betts, and I'm your host for this Tuesday-Thursday show, talking all things fantasy football, and as always here on the Tuesday show, we're going to be breaking down the week's biggest injury news, as well as hitting my waiver wire wish list for week eight. Can you believe it is week eight already? Ladies and gentlemen, Monday Night Football concluded week seven. And we are on to week eight, approaching the midway point of the season. It's hard to believe that we're already this far through, that fantasy football is that much in swing. You probably got a really good idea of your roster at this point. Um, and whether it's good or bad, now is the time to get rolling with your trade requests, with your waiver wire moves to make sure that your team is in as much of a successful position as possible to have success down the line here as we head into the second half of the fantasy football season. It's coming down to it now for you. If you have a fantasy team that is struggling, if you are two and five through seven weeks, if you are one and six, things aren't looking great. If you're hanging around that three and four, four and three mark, then you've got a real shot. Not saying you don't if you're two and five or one and six. Oh, and seven, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to make your playoffs at this point. 
but you can still go on streaks. You can make the right trades. Players can get hot, come back from injury. We've seen it before. So don't give up. It's still game time every Sunday, every week here in the fantasy football world and here on the Fantasy First podcast. As we always do, let's jump into the injury report from the week. And then after the break, we'll get into my waiver wire wish list for week eight. Let's start with B. John Robinson in Atlanta. Fantasy managers have to be absolutely furious with Arthur Smith and the Atlanta Falcons. And with the whole Bajan Robinson situation this week, obviously dealing with headaches in the morning, there wasn't something that necessarily uh, would have been on the injury report. But still, if you're not going to use the guy, if you don't even plan on using him, then don't play him. <laughs> I mean, let's let's say, okay, we've had a surprise thing come up this morning. We've still got time for our inactives to be, to be labeled. We're going to lay... Label B. John Robinson a late inactive. That at least gives fantasy managers a chance to put somebody else in that spot. Tough spot if you were a Bajan, excuse me, Bajan Robinson owner this last week. And what should have been a good matchup for him, too. So um, headaches, hopefully that is not something that prolongs as an issue moving forward, doesn't come back and uh, give managers of Bajan Robinson something to scream about again in coming weeks but at least keep an eye on it um Deshaun Watson we got to talk about this Deshaun Watson case over in Cleveland he's just not right health wise maybe even uh mentally as far as how much he's wanting to give to this game this year it just doesn't it feels like something's off in Cleveland when it comes to this guy and honestly was off from the very beginning when they controversially gave him the highest guarantees of any player in NFL history and uh, maybe coming back to bite them a little bit in the butt on this one. But hey, Deshaun Watson, he does obviously affect the players around him. We saw some less than stellar uh, production from Amari Cooper and the rest of this Browns offense. Overall, he had decent games from the running backs, Jerome Ford, and uh, Kareem Hunt, but there were still some issues there with the offense being able to move the football. The offense just has issues in general. And I know you're saying, well, they just scored 39 points. That was a, a lot of that credit to Miles Garrett and the Cleveland defense for creating some splash in a game where they weren't stopping the run, stopping the pass like they have done typically. So uh, this Watson is situation is a weird one. Just keep an eye on it. And, and play accordingly your skill position players from this Browns offense. Saquon Barkley mentioned in a post-game interview that he had hyperextended his elbow um, in the last portion of the Giants win over the Commanders in Week 7, but he believes he'll be okay, that it shouldn't limit him. But still, anytime somebody mentions an injury, it's something to watch, especially when you're talking about a guy who takes the physical pounding uh, that totes the rock as much as he does. He is going to be more predisposed to re-injury of things, and maybe the Giants settle him down um, in practice this week. So keep an eye on that tough matchup against the New York Jets. The Battle of New York coming up in Week 8. You want a healthy Saquon for that. Luke Musgrave and Christian Watson from the Packers um, had some injuries that forced them out of the game. Specifically, Musgrave with an ankle injury did not return to the game in the second half. 
And then Christian Watson had a knee injury on basically the, the next to last or last play of the game there. So it's going to be something to watch for those two players to see what their involvement is this week. And I'm sorry, I'm trying to look up who the Packers opponent is this week. And it is the Minnesota Vikings. So uh, a matchup where players can take advantage of a defense that hasn't been super great. Uh, you could al always have a chance at earning some points here. So keep an eye on this for these two guys, Luke Musgrave and Christian Watson. And you can determine whether or not throughout the week of preparation, whether they're good to go or not. Gerald Everett tight end for the Los Angeles chargers left the game with an injury. Um, he'll be evaluated this week and he hasn't been a, a huge player at tight end. Um, he's had a couple decent games, a couple decent performances. He's more of a fill in starter for like uh, for injuries, <laughs> ironically, or uh, bye weeks, but probably best to avoid him, but did want to mention it here. Despite him not being a, a superb fantasy talent here, want to mention him because he does play a position that you go a little bit deeper on um, than others potentially because there's just less playmakers at the tight end position. And then keep an eye on previous week's injuries. Uh, obviously, the big one would be Justin Fields from the week before um, to see how he holds up through practice this week, if he's on track to play or not. Keep an eye on some of those that we mentioned last week as well on the show to see where they're at heading into week eight. All right, we're going to take a quick break here on this, the Fantasy First podcast. And when we come back, we'll be talking about my waiver wire wish list for week eight. Don't go anywhere. The Fantasy First podcast. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. The worst looking man you've ever seen. And there I am on the subway train. Welcome back to the Fantasy First Podcast. It's Jeremy Betts still with you here. Thanks for sticking around for the waiver wire wish list. We're going to start out with a guy who was on his couch just last week before being called up by Sean McVay and the Rams to go head to head with the Pittsburgh Steelers in week seven, Daryl Henderson had himself a very good outing and uh, got the ball rolling, got moving. He looked explosive despite not being a part of a roster so far this season until this last game. Now, is he going to stick? Is he going to be a player for the Rams for a, a, 
any length of time. Probably not. When Kyron Williams gets back, he will likely get the majority of the workload again, but that could still be a couple weeks away, at least a week away potentially here. So Daryl Henderson for the Rams got a chance to, to lock and load a guy who can, who can give you a break um, maybe in the, in the short term and, and help you out on your fantasy squad. Go after Daryl Henderson. If you've got a roster spot that you can spare, if not, not a huge pressing issue for a guy who is just not going to be a, a relevant factor um, outside of maybe this next week um, moving forward. Let's go back to Imari Demarcado from the Arizona Cardinals. I had him on a couple of weeks ago as somebody to add, and then he kind of just fell uh, apart. He wasn't really used. Keontae Ingram ended up taking the majority of carries and, and looks in that game. Not this week handled 90 plus percent of the touches out of the backfield for the Arizona Cardinals. Wasn't superbly effective, but he did score double-digit fantasy points. You're probably looking at James Conner missing at least the next two weeks on IR, maybe a couple more after that potentially. So Demarcado, as he gets rolling, as the Arizona Cardinals uh, play maybe more opponents that have um, issues stopping the run, then he could be an asset to you. Check that out if he is available. Zeke Elliott has two touchdowns the last two weeks. He's getting in the end zone. The Patriots are figuring out how to use him and, and the best way to do so. If you are desperate for some help by week or injury, at least the touchdown upside is there for Zeke Elliott. Maybe he can get you out of a pinch. Go ahead and add him if you have if he's available in your league. He could be a, a steal for you and, and a potential help during the bye week run. Um, Jackson Smith and Jigma typically wouldn't qualify for this exercise because he is owned in more than 50% of fantasy leagues, but it's still in that 50% range, 50 to 55% range. So if you are in one of the leagues where he is available, go ahead and get him. We've seen now that he is a valuable, highly targeted asset for this team. If either DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett are expected to miss any time that has some value. Obviously, Geno Smith in this passing offense, they can get hot at times as well. So he can be a factor even outside of just filling in for injury. But in any case, a chance maybe DK Metcalf doesn't come back this next week. We'll have to watch that closely. Um, and, and so you can keep an eye on that. But JSN, Jackson Smith and Jigba, a player that you want to keep an eye on. And then my ad of the week is Josh Downs for the Colts under uh, 50 percent owned in in fantasy circles so you, you definitely want to get your hands on this guy if you can he has been lighting it up for the Colts he had a really big breakout performance this last week against the the Browns and he's not going away Gardner Minshew loves to look his way we mentioned him on this this uh exercise last week you've got to have him on your on your roster if he is unrostered in your league add him He's going to continue to get targets from Gardner Minshew, and they're scheming him up in this offense. Shane Steichen loves this guy, so you should, too, go out and get him, add him to your roster. All right, let's talk about a couple tight ends here. The New Orleans Saints tight end position has been a struggle, just a real struggle. A lot of people were in on Jawan Johnson before the season, hasn't really developed into anything that you can use for fantasy. 
let's go back to an old to our old stopping grounds here and talk a little Taysom Hill. The New Orleans Saints have been slowly incorporating him into the offense in the last two weeks. He has been an impressive performer at the tight end position, and it's because he takes quarterback snaps. He runs the football out of the backfield in in goal line and short yardage situations. He gets a lot of looks. A, a lot of a lot of touches are laid out for him, played out for him, schemed up for him, and Taysom Hill. For better or for worse, he's a guy that hangs around the fantasy discussion here at the tight end position. You can go at him. And if you're tight end, because typically you're not going to keep multiple tight ends on the roster um, for, for leaving a, a skill position player on the bench. You know what I mean? And so there's a lot more managers that have only one tight end and might need a replacement on a week, then are going to have like one wide receiver, two wide receivers, and then they have nowhere to go if an injury or a bye week occurs. So uh, go out and get Taysom Hill. He could he could absolutely help your fantasy team here soon. We might be talking about him as a weekly starter too if he continues this trajectory that he's been on the last couple of weeks. And then I still like Logan Thomas for Washington. The commanders are going to be in a lot of catch-up situations throughout the year. They're going to be playing from behind an awful lot. So if you are desperate for tight end help, Logan Thomas, you could do worse. He's had a 20 point week. He's had some double digit weeks. He's, he's pretty solid. Uh, he's going to be a little boomer bust. You, you want to see a little bit more consistency out of him, obviously, but for a team that throw is going to throw the ball all over the lot because they're going to be behind a lot. Um, Logan Thomas is one of four or five targets in, in Washington that can that can really go off at any given time based on the matchup. So keep an eye on Logan Thomas. All right, that's going to do it for the waiver wire wish list. Let's get you into my bonus that I do typically at the end of the show here. Some week four streamers at quarterback and defense. Let's start with the quarterbacks. We'll just run through these guys real quick. Derek Carr versus the Indianapolis Colts. Colts give up a lot of fantasy points to opposing passers. Go ahead and and play Carr with some confidence this next week, especially now that he's showing he's healthy and he he is playing well. He's he's putting up points uh, in in spurts now. He can go, get cold very quickly, so it is a risk. Obviously, why he's a streamer, not a starter. But if you need help at quarterback this week, you could do worse than Derek Carr. Mac Jones, don't shoot me now. I'm just the messenger here. Mac Jones had a decent usable fantasy week against the Miami Dolphins way back in week two with 15 fantasy points. He's coming off his best performance of the season against the Buffalo Bills of all people who have been cracking down on quarterbacks all season long, 20 plus points in that game. Now you get him against a Miami team that isn't playing super well on defense. So you have a chance here to load him up and get him going. And then for my defense special team streamers, you got the Falcons versus the Titans. Good matchup there. And then the Texans versus the worst offense in the NFL and the Carolina Panthers. That is going to wrap it up for the streamer portion today. And that will do it here for this edition of the Fantasy First Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Tune in on Thursday to get the rest of my Thursday night football props and DFS darlings for the upcoming week. We'll talk again soon here on the Fantasy First Podcast.